I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Industry leading, difference making, tomorrow shaping, world changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us, and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. Besides rare finds, secret shows, whether it's a musty concert or a must-have coin, curious types crave interesting experiences. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Grant McCracken, and welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. Uh, we're so grateful to have you here today. You're going to talk about a subject that is very near and dear to a lot of people in the forefront of their mind, whether you're an employee or a business owner, and that is the transformation going across all businesses and, and corporations today, this working from home, this remote. How do we get used to it? What does it look like for the future of America? You're going to share your perspective on that, but before we go there, share with the audience a little bit about your background and uh, where you came from before. Right. Um, thank you, Christina. Great to meet you. Um, I'm an anthropologist, um, and I came up uh, through the University of Chicago just at that moment when anthropology was in a position to study its own culture. So that's what I've been doing for 30-odd years. And uh, when COVID came along, I thought, wow, this is an opportunity. You know, American culture is now a laboratory. This will be a chance to see what happens to the family and to work in this critical time. Yeah. Would you say you're an anthropologist of cultures of, of sorts? Yes, exactly. I'm a, technically speaking, a cultural anthropologist. Its culture is always at the center of my, my uh, uh, interest. 
Now, share for the audience, they're thinking, what exactly does culture mean? Because now more than ever, I'm hearing businesses say, oh, we want to focus on having a good culture. What does right. it mean for a business to have a culture and to yeah. cultivate it? Yeah. Um, there are two, I'm interested in two kinds of culture, the culture inside the corporation, the culture it builds for itself. Uh, and that's, as you say, critically important because it's, it's kind of the navigational device that the organization uses to find its way in the world. And then there's the culture outside the organization. And that's the way Americans think about home and life and work and all of those things. So both of those cultures are changing almost in real time now as the effects of COVID, uh, as COVID transforms us. So, um, yeah, there's a lot on my plate as a cultural anthropologist. What have you observed as some of the greatest changes post-COVID or going through this transition? Right. Um, the big change, I think, well, certainly the corporation, when it sent everybody home, I guess at that point, we all thought, you know, this is a temporary thing. And then it began to dawn on us that it was going to be a long-term uh, proposition. And and uh, we began to see uh, we, we we saw people kind of obliged to live in the close quarters of their their homes. Uh, we began, you know, originally we all thought, okay, this is just temporary. And then we began to see that we were in it for a, a pretty long haul, several months. Uh, and now it's been almost five months, I guess. So it's been a tough, uh, it's been a tough adjustments, adjustment in, in both cases. But I think where things get really tricky is when people look at, into the future and they think about going back. I think they have real hesitations about, about that return to the corporation, which just a couple of months ago was the most natural thing in the world for them in their daily life. And then as we got involved in COVID, we thought, well, this is temporary. It's fleeting. None of the things that are happening to me now will continue to happen to me now. And now we're beginning to think, you know what? Some people will never go back to work. Wow. Now, you know, it's interesting. I got both takes of it. Um, having worked from home for a long time, um, and and kind of liking it. I like being in the office. It was kind of I could go there if I wanted or not. Um, but what I found from people who, when they first were told go home, don't come back to the office, I, I had a lot of outrage from coworkers and people I know that were like, no, I, I missed that. I need my fellow coworker and people to connect with. That's right. missing the human right. element. Yeah. Um, and now they're like, nah, I am good with never going back again. It's awesome. Yeah. What what, what happened in those five yeah. months for people to yeah. go from, no, I want to go back to the office too. No, no, I'm good staying here. Yeah. It was weird. You know, I did these interviews with people. Um, an anthropologist does these ethnographic interviews, and that means getting as close to the individual as I possibly can, listening to what they're saying, getting inside their head and their heart. And it was funny to listen to people talk about their experience of work. You know, there's the strong feeling that in those opening couple of weeks, people now were relieved of the commute to work, which would save them an hour or sometimes two hours a day. They're relieved of all the buffing and polishing that we used to do, hair and makeup and all that stuff, makeup especially for me. And um, <laughs> they, be they began to think, uh, uh, you know, in those opening weeks, they, th they were thrilled to have that time back. And in that early period, I think this was just a windfall gift, right? It was like several hours a day had been given to you, but they didn't really belong to you. They were just a temporary kind of condition. But the longer the COVID captivity, let's call it, carried on, the more people began to think, actually, this time belongs to me. It, it never ought to have belonged to the corporation. Now that I'm working from home and I'm getting the job done, I'm not sure that it was ever, that commute was necessary, the buffing and polishing was necessary. And then a very interesting idea began to take shape. Some people began to think, 
So why was I going into work every day? Why was that? It was clearly a habit, clearly a standard part of American culture. But now that I look at it, now that I know that it's not necessary, why am I going to, why would I ever think of, of doing it again? And people began to say to me, and I was stunned by this because uh, it never occurred to me to put it this way. They said, you know, maybe going into work is theater. Interesting. Right. Yeah. I thought it, of that myself. Right. Remember that, that moment when we looked at all the security we had to go through at the airport and somebody said, oh, that's just the theater. It really doesn't have anything to do with, with real security. And that's what they're starting to say about work. So I thought, wow, that is... And they were saying it was more than just this was theater. They were saying, listen, what was, was all of that done to flatter the ego of the, the majesty of the corporation? Was it done to flatter the egos of people living in the C-suite? Was this really a gesture of deference that everybody had to give the corporation? Now that we know we can work from home, why would we go back? Why would we surrender those two hours? And, and I think what really made this bite was the sense that people had found this time, they now owned this time and they had they began to find something to do with this time. Yeah. They began to give it to their families. They began to spend more time with one another. Mealtime changed, family time changed, the relationship, especially between mothers and daughters changed. Um, and, 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 and so the, the family got richer and denser. You know, mothers used to complain to me that their families felt like uh, train stations right? Everybody constantly coming and going with relatively little contact between them. But now contact was possible and moms were creating in the middle of that great room that had been sort of the train station for American life. There was now everybody was there. They were there for the duration of the meal. They were there for one meal. Moms were saying, I want everybody to come to the table and have the single meal in a single place, single time, everybody talking together. Now the corporation says, no, you must come back to the the corporation, they go, no, 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 I'm not sure I want to give up the family I managed to create in our COVID captivity. You know what? It seems like it's been a really good thing for building traditional family values back up. Totally. If, wow. if you, yeah, no, ab- absolutely right. That's amazing. Now, here's something I'm hearing from some business owners, though. They're thinking, why am I paying all this money for rent? I mean, no. Honestly, when you begin to realize in the business owner's perspective, there might be some out there in C-suites and yeah. up there in you know, Wall Street going, no, I want my minions here. Um, right. But I'm also getting a lot from business owners yeah. saying, I really like the fact that we're not having to spend whatever for rent. And some of them told me I started to ask for refunds on yeah. you know, whatever, whatever, because it's a vast amount of money spent for keeping the lights on, the computer, yeah. whatever. And so actually it could be a win-win for everyone if you are in a position where your business can totally operate sufficiently without having to come into an office. Totally right. I mean, I think there is a theory in the corporate world that says unless people have eye-to-eye, person-to-person contact, they can't engage in certain kinds of the creativity that are now essential for the well-being of the corporation. So one of the scenarios we're looking at is one that says people will work at home three or four days a week and, and come in one or two days a week. And in that event, the corporation would be in a position to uh, reduce its footprint in a place like Manhattan by half. You can imagine, we just discovered actually when um, Victoria's Secret was a retail operation and so very expensive, but 
struggling for lots of reasons, but we just discovered, it was just announced that they were paying a million dollars a month for their space in Manhattan. So, uh, so one glimpse of just how much uh, uh, real estate costs. So um, yes, exactly right. I think it could be a win-win. Now that that's great for businesses like that, but it's interesting. One of my um, business uh, I work with, they are actually uh, in the World Trade Center and oh, they wow. are spending $7 million a month wow yeah i mean they're huge they're several floors yeah um, yeah i'm thinking to myself what uh, yeah yeah <laughs> now, i mean I, there's something if you're on the floor of the wall street exchange maybe you yeah. don't have to be there but uh but it, it just blew my mind now this what's it going to happen to the other parts of the market like say real estate what's yeah. going to happen when you go to an empty new york city yeah, yeah. that's no, a little scary yeah. Well, and when, when we saw people, you know, a million people apparently left Manhattan in those early days and are now distributed across New York State and, and Long Island. And um, some of them will come back and never had any intention of not coming back. But the fear now is that enough of them will stay away, um, that in fact, a crisis will ensue in New York City. And we know what happened in the night. This is one of the scenarios we're watching very carefully. We know what happened in the 1970s, right? When you had people, crime in the city drove people out. They took their taxes with them. Social services diminished as a result of which the city became more dangerous. There was more crime and more people left. And it becomes a downward spiral. So there is, it's, there's a remote possibility that we could have that kind of um, a decentralization of New York City and not just New York City, every city could get smaller, um, but that crime might ensue. And some of the, the people who are most kind of uh, pessimistic uh, are saying, you know, listen, at some point, the government will run out of unemployment money. And then you're looking at a city that where you could have a criminal free-for-all, which is absolute. And that would, anybody still there who could leave will leave. And then what happens? I, I don't mean to be grim. No, but no, but I've been one, thinking that myself. Have you? Yeah. The rampages of, of rioting across the country, which, you know, is a whole nother thing. It makes you like, I don't yeah. really want to work here anymore. Or, yeah. you know, that's one thing for me. When I was, I recently moved to Texas and huh. I was working mostly from home. And uh, when they said, do you want to come back into the office in any shape or form? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'll, I'll just stay here. There's yeah. no riots outside our window. So I'll just stay in my apartment. Thank you very much. Um, but it kind of made me want to say, that, you know, I'm kind of like in suburban life. So we're not in right. the city of Houston. We're out actually in Spring, Texas. Right. But uh, it kind of drew me to like, I, I want to be outside of the, you know, yeah. craziness and whatever. So yeah. what do you see as some of the positive things that can come about from all of this? Right. Right. Um, <laughs> sure. I mean, you, you, you could say that the corporation could say, I, I get the argument that creativity depends upon eye to eye kind of contact. But it also seems to me you could say, wow, to the extent that people are distributed and living all over the states and phoning it in every day, as it were, the corporation now has a member of the corporation embedded right across the U.S., right? It was a fantastic opportunity, just to the extent that corporations sometimes have a hard time um, not following the captive of their corporate culture, that in, you know, in living in a silo and failing to see how the rest of the world sees the product or the service or the proposition, now that will be easier, right? Because members of the corporation will be living across the states. They'll be out of the silo. They can report home. So that, I think, will be maybe one big benefit. Yeah, yeah. And actually, they'll probably be able to reach markets they hadn't re been able to reach before because they were in the teeny 
area, right. everyone yeah. working in that area. Now they're spread apart. Oh, here's a possible client we never would have thought to connect with. Yeah. Now we can because we have our, our team spread about. So yeah. yeah, there's a lot of positivity coming from this and, and actually opportunities for businesses and employees alike. So uh, this has been great, but I don't want us to leave without people finding out how they can find out more about you, Grant McCracken. How can they do that? Sure. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, they could go to uh, www.cultureby.com, and culture is just C-U-L-T-U-R-E-B-Y.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, this has been I a fascinating spell. chat. This My pleasure. I, I really know we could go on for hours, but this is... Yeah, I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm hoping it'll open people's minds to not seeing this is just totally horrible, but there can be some wonderful opportunities for everyone listening in, whether you're a business owner or an employee, um, yeah. that we can get creative and find ways to make this work for all of us. And I thank you so much, Grant, for coming to Stevie Broadcasting. My pleasure, Christina. Thank you so much for having me. If you like this episode, please share. To hear more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to lifeunscriptedradio.com. To become a guest or participate in paid sponsorship, email us at christinalifeunscriptedradio.com. You can't get much for five bucks these days, unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT, plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink, all for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price and participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 smart bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts to help keep you both comfortable. Plus, it's temperature balancing so you stay cool. It's even smart enough to know exactly how long, how well, and when you slept. And to help you get almost 30 minutes more restful sleep per night. Sleep Number takes care of the science. All you have to do is sleep. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen, now only $19.99, plus free premium home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.